today is very auspicious day the very auspicious and very prasiddh kya kya famous mahapurush phute to what place on the day of nandotsav and he was born in very high vaishnav family in the same gaur desh where sri chaitanya mahaprabhu took birth nityanand prabhu took birth advaita acharya and all other auspicious persons took birth and who went from this world to his beloved sri chaitanya mahaprabhu or sri radha krishna kanjugal in very favorite month kartik very auspicious day and he took also sannyas order on the very auspicious day of sidapishwaru the elder brother of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu sri chaitanya mahaprabhu went to southern india to know where his elder brother sanyasi vishwarupa has gone and for this to went to deccan southern india and meet raramananda he was also a very auspicious person he was in past but the shivajil visakha de so today is very auspicious day where we are sitting in sikeshavji gohdia math in this very place he took sanyas order from our divine gurudev tilak nitalila prasth om vishnu pasis madhvakti pragyan ke sarvasam here <laughs> we have gathered here to to this anshinam anshinam karne ke kaujbe takalti hai ki pyor परमार्थिक जीवन ऑफ स्वामी जी आई वॉन्ट टू आई वॉन्ट इगरली टू हियर फ्रॉम हिज 
his senior devotees who were the right and left hands of Srila Swamiji. Also they were managing the whole thing from his early preaching. They were with him from the early days when he went from India to Western countries. And in very young Akishore age, seventeen, sixteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, very beautiful pictures like we are seeing here. Sri Tamal Krishna Swami, Giriraj Swami, Dindandu Prabhu, Purushatraya Swami, Vishnu Swami, Shampur Swami, and also Dindandu Prabhu, and especially all the very dear Lady devotees, senior devotees, also present here, like Aditya, Aditya Devi, Vrindavan Virashini, Vinod, Vinod Bani, Gaur Kriya Kartha, so many devotees are here. I think they have must some remembrance in their heart and mind. And by hearing their valuable things that they have taken from, received from their holy master, they will see it. Those have not seen him at that time. By then they will see through them. I first pray the right hand of Swamiji, who had kept his name, remembering Krishna, Tamal. Tamal is very dear to Srimati Radhika. So perhaps she ha he has, she was the Palladashi or very near dear to Srimati Radhika. So he has kept his name, very dear name, to all Silat Kamal. So I request him, Swami Tamal Krishna, to give his remembrance about Swamiji and his valuable Upadesh, Siksha of Swamiji, who has received from. He will speak to us. You can come and sit here, or you can come inside here. First, I want to offer my most respectful, humble obeisances into the lotus feet 
of my spiritual master, Om Vishnu Padmanandha Parabraja Kacharya, Asta Tadasat Shri Shrimad A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And unto his sannyas guru, Om Vishnu Padmanandha Parabraja Kacharya, Asta Tadasat Shri Shrimad Bhakti Pragan Keshav Goswami Maharaj. And to Srila Bhakti Pragan Keshav Goswami Maharaj's very dear disciple, uh, who is presiding over this meeting today, Sri Srimad Pujapad Bhaktivedanta Narayan Swami Maharaj. As well as, I want to offer my obeisances to all of the sannyasis and senior God brothers and God sisters who are here, and to all of the Vaishnavas who have assembled. Srila <clears throat> Narayan Maharaj has, uh, he always sees with such Uttama vision, so that he sees even lowly creatures as being dear to Srimati Radhika. But um, although he has given the meaning of Tamal as being very dear to Srimati Radharani, it is also known that the Tamal tree has very bitter leaves and bitter fruit. And uh, the animals, even the goats and cows, cannot make any use of the leaves from this tree. So, I think that uh, when Srila Prabhupada gave me this name, he surely saw my own disqualification in so many ways, being a very bitter person. And so he must have given me that name, remembering the um, poor qualities of the Tamal tree. But because the Tamal tree resembles in appearance Srimanti Radharani, uh, Lord Krishna, so it is very dear to Srimanti Radharani and to all of those who follow her. So I think that because of my contact with Srila Prabhupada and with all of those who have serve Srila Prabhupada, including Srila Narayan Marsh. So even though I have so many poor qualifications, now something is reminding him of Krishna. The last uh, instruction which Srila Prabhupada gave to the devotees was that they should cooperate together. And I see how this meeting today is a symptom of such cooperation. Because we are coming from an institution known as ISKCON and we are sitting in a different institution and yet we don't sit in any way, in a divided way, 
but we have been invited here with great love in very much the same way as our Srila Prabhupada was invited in 1959 by his beloved godbrother Srila Keshav Goswami Maharaj. It reminds me so much of the same situation that just as Srila Narayan Maharaj's Guru Maharaj invited our Srila Prabhupada to come here, to reside here, to serve here, and then one day to take sannyas here. So he has also invited all of us to come here today. Um, <clears throat> I think it is significant to see how um, at the time Srila Prabhupada was living as a Vanaprastha in Vrindavan at the Radhadamadar temple. And he was, uh, I think he, he was living at Radhadamadar at that time? No, he was living at the, uh, what was that? He had from Allahabad, he came to Al Murcia. And then he came to Al After that, uh, he went to Anyway, he, he, at the time, uh, before that, he was not a sannyasi. So, actually, he had no intention immediately to take sannyas. But so many persons, especially Srila Narayan Maharaj, was repeatedly requesting him. And uh, Srila Keshav Maharaj was repeatedly requesting that you should take sannyas. You're so qualified. You're a very, very learned person. You are such, have all the good qualities of a pure Vaishnava. So to fulfill the mission of uh, Om Vishnupada, uh, Paramhansa, Srila uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Prabhupada, you should take sannyas. But Srila Prabhupada said to us that he didn't want to. And then his Guru Maharaj appeared and told him to take sannyas. And still he was very fearful. But he was practically pushed and pushed and pushed by uh, his godbrother and the disciple of his godbrother to take sannyas. It was in this very place that the sannyas ceremony took place. Srila Narayan Maharaj personally performed the fire sacrifice. He took Srila Prabhupada to another room to give him the coping that the sannyasi puts on. And he assisted in so many ways in his sannyas ceremony. Later on, at the time of the disappearance of Srila Keshav Goswami Maharaj, Srila Prabhupada was in Seattle at the time in 1968, and I happened to be fortunate to be with him at the time. This news came and I saw how Srila Prabhupada began to weep and cry so much out of separation for his beloved godbrother. He felt so much sorry that his godbrother was departed that he felt and remembered so much his Guru Maharaj. So this godbrother, in every way he felt that his Guru Maharaj had come to him through his godbrother. So I think that in the same way, 
So many of us get this same feeling when we are with Srila Narayan Maharaj. That we feel that our Guru Maharaj, Srila Prabhupada, is coming to us through him. And therefore we feel so much love and affection for him. Because we see that uh, it, the entire arrangement has been made by Krishna and by our spiritual master because the spiritual master continues to guide the disciple. The spiritual master never leaves the disciple at any time. So sometimes he personally works and sometimes he works through another person. So Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur sometimes was personally working to direct Srila Prabhupada and another time he worked through Srila Prabhupada's god-brother. Srila Keshav Goswami Maharaj. In the same way, I feel that so many instructions I received from Prabhupada and so many instructions I continue to receive from him uh, through my uh, uh, very dear well-wisher, Srila Narayan Maharaj. So I see many similarities between this situation. Uh, after the disappearance of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, uh, many societies were formed. Srila uh, Prabhupada took shelter of one of these because of his respect and admiration for Srila Keshav Goswami Maharaj. He took shelter here. He did not consider so much the fact that the institution was a different name, but he considered how the person who was the head of the institution imbibed all of the qualities that he had seen in his Guru Maharaj. So I think that we should not so much be concerned about the names of the institutions, but we should see what is the fruit on the tree. If the fruit tastes the same, then the tree must be one tree. And we should not worry that this, it is this branch or that branch, but we should see what is the taste of the fruit. So, whatever I experienced in my association with Srila Prabhupada, I am experiencing that same taste today when I come here, when I sit in this assembly, and whenever I get good association of Srila Narayan Marsh, I find the same taste of the fruits. And therefore I know that the tree is one. And I don't concern myself with the external names of societies to be worried that this is one institution or that is another institution. Prabhupada formed, at the end of his manifest pastimes, he formed its charity trust called Bhaktivedanta Swami Charity Trust. It was the last managerial act that Srila Prabhupada made. And the purpose was to unite all the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. And he named on that charity trust two of his godbrothers, uh, Pujapad Srimadav Maharaj and Pujapad Madhusudan Maharaj. So it's very clearly the express will. The final instruction should be considered the most important instruction. And it was not simply Prabhupada's instruction that the members of ISKCON cooperate but it was his instruction that they also cooperate with all of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. And therefore Prabhupada made an official document, formed a trust just to foster this cooperation. So, we can see the mood of our hosts here today, that they want 
us to be here. They feel sorry if there are not enough of us here. When I said to him, I told Srila Narayan Raj, a hundred have come. He said, why only a hundred? Why not a hundred twenty-five? Then he said, where are all the senior persons? I said, they're overseas preaching because he wants so much the association of Iskand devotees because he loves them very dearly because he, they remind him of the person who they're all dependent upon, Srila Prabhupada, who was so dear to Srila Narayan Maharaj. So, you asked me to speak on something about shiksha, so I tried to say something about the mood of cooperation. I pray that all of the devotees who are assembled here and all the members of ISKCON should try to broaden their vision and uh, actually try to embrace the mood uh, of real Krishna consciousness uh, and to uh, see who uh, Krishna consciousness is reposed in and to embrace that person as being most dear. Then our movement will actually flourish. Otherwise, we are not going to be very much better than the Christians and the various other sects who divide the world and are uh, against the different groups simply because they don't belong to the same organization. We should never allow that type of hatred or envy or malice uh, to block our bhakti. Certainly Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will not appreciate it and it will be impossible to develop genuine love for Juhu Kishore Radha Krishna if we have this type of mood of resentment towards others simply because of some difference uh, of who is my father. Uh, the whole point of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission to, was to give shelter to all the conditioned souls in the world, to all living beings. So we should make no distinction like this, but we should see uh, who is actually uh, following the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and those persons we should bring very close to ourselves. The instruction is that one should associate with those who are of a similar temperament. So our line of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, is to become the dearmost maidservant of Srimati Radhika and uh, those who uh, are giving us nourishment, encouragement to serve the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and to be able to appreciate the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, those persons we should keep very, very close, near and dear to us. Hare Krishna. Huh? Uh, if you stand, then all will see. Uh, I should stand. If you are not see, and all. <laughs> okay. Om Timirandasya. Gyananjana Salakaya Chaksur Militam Yena Tajmai Sri Gurvena Maha Sri Chaitanya Manubhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Sandeham Sri Guru Sri Uttara Padakamalam 
I offer my most respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of my Divine Master, Śrīla Prabhupāda Bhaktivedanta Swami, unto his spiritual master, Sri Srimad Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, unto his sannyas guru, Sri Srimad Bhakti Pragyan Keshavgal Swami Maharaj, and to all the Vaishnavas. Hearing His Holiness Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj speak, I remembered one small incident that took place last week. I was in the hospital and one devotee had given me a tape of Kirtan here on Janmastami. So lying on the bed and hearing the tape, uh, immediately I felt as if I was with Srila Prabhupada in New York City around 1969. And all the devotees had gathered in the temple room and they were anxiously awaiting for Srila Prabhupada to come in the temple room. Then I was I felt I was here at the Keshavji Gaudiya Math, and all of the devotees were similarly waiting for Srila Narayan Maharaj to come in the temple room. And the atmosphere was the same. The mood was the same. Although in one sense New York City is far from Mathura. And in one sense, the devotees in ISKCON in the, in the 1960s were quite different from the devotees here in Mathura. But still the same mood and the same atmosphere prevailed. So I thought, how has this experience come? I thought the only explanation is that our Śrīla Prabhupāda and Śrīla Narayan Maharaj are the same, although they are uh, different individuals with distinct personalities, but still they're the same. And therefore the mood was the same 
in the presence of both. Uh, from the hospital I came here to the mud and I described my experience to Srila Narayan Maharaj. How he and our Srila Prabhupada were the same. And I explained how I thought they were the same. I said that our Srila Prabhupada came from Srimati Radhika. And you also came from Srimati Radhika. Then he joked that, yes, your Prabhupada has come from Srimati Radhika, but I have come from Karnadakshai Vishnu. Then I said that, that both were the same because Srila Prabhupada was Palyadasi of Srimati Radhika and Srila Narayan Maharaj is also Palyadasi of Srimati Radhika. And again, Srila Narayan Maharaj joked that your Srila Prabhupada is Palyadasi of Srimati Radhika, but I am Palyadasi of Kams. Then I thought, <clears throat> I can't fall into the same trap again. But really I thought that the third characteristic that they shared, or the was that both had come into the material world to save the fallen souls. And that is certainly true. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur wanted that Krishna consciousness should be preached throughout the world. And Srila Prabhupada took up the mission. Uh, and his sannyas is significant. Because without sannyas, he was not ready to preach, to take up the order of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in the same way. And being fully in tune with the desire of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Srila Keshav Maharaj and Srila Narayan Maharaj encouraged our Srila Prabhupada to take sannyas and fully execute the order of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Therefore, we are completely indebted to them. Because if Srila Prabhupada had not come to the West, where would we be now? About six weeks ago, I took the opportunity to do Govardhan Parikrama. And when I came to Radha Kund, one devotee who had left ISKCON approached me and said, uh, do you remember me? I was in the Bombay temple some years ago. Uh, now I'm staying here at Radha Kund. And he had a name from a Babaji in Radha Kund, and he was hearing from the Babajis at Radha Kund. After going further in the Parikrama and immersing myself in the waters of Radha Kund, I thought of <clears throat> when Srila Prabhupada had come to Radha Kund uh, with his Guru Maharaj. 
and how his Guru Maharaj had instructed him. If you ever get money, print books. He said there is fire blazing in the much. Everybody is fighting, what room will I occupy, what place will I have? So, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur appealed to our Srila Prabhupada that if you ever get money, print books. So I was thinking how right from Radhakund itself, Srila Prabhupada took inspiration for the mission to preach Krishna consciousness throughout the world. And that if Srila Prabhupada hadn't left India and come to the West and preached, I never would have had any idea about Radhakund, about Vrindavan, about Krishna. So, Srila Prabhupada's inspiration began at Radhakund, and he came to the West and preached and gave fallen souls like us the chance to hear about Krishna and Vrindavan, and ultimately Radhakund. And from Srila Prabhupada's beginning preaching in the West, finally we came to the position that we could come to India, we could visit Vrindavan, and we could also come to Radhakund. And without Srila Prabhupada's preaching, which was encouraged and inspired right here, in the case of Jigodhya Mat, uh, where would we be? And not only the devotees from America, I thought of the devotees from South Africa. If Srila Prabhupada's disciples hadn't gone there, if Srila Prabhupada personally hadn't gone there, where would they be? So preaching is so important. And I was thinking that internally, because Adrata Kund is Swananda Sukhada Kund, the house of Srila Bhakti Thakur and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, that internally they have everything that any Babaji of Radhakund has. They have much more. But otherwise, in addition to their internal realization and internal service, they have a very compassionate mission which is to reclaim the fallen souls throughout the whole world, uh, which may begin far away from Radhakund, but which will culminate again in Radhakund. So, how important preaching is. And Srila Prabhupada Sanyas was uh, inspired and encouraged by Srila Bhakti Pragyan Keshav Maharaj and Srila Bhakti Vedanta Narayan Maharaj was Srila Prabhupada's most definite act of commitment to fulfill the mission of Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and take Krishna consciousness all over the world. So it is so important for us that he took sannyas and came to deliver us. Now, so many years have passed. We've read Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, 
We've come to India. We've come to Vrindavan. But how to make further progress? Srila Prabhupada said that I have given everything in my books. And certainly he gave everything in his books. But he also said that initiation does not mean that one is perfect. Initiation means that one is beginning. And therefore, uh, to become perfect, we need help. And Srila Prabhupada explained that anyone who can help one understand the teachings of his spiritual master can be accepted as uh, Shiksha Guru. So Srila Prabhupada desired from the very beginning to have some place in Vrindavan where his disciples could come. But as we know from Srimad Bhagavatam, the real value of coming to the holy place is not to take bath. Even the animals can take bath in the river. But the real value comes from associating with the saintly persons in the holy place. So Srila Prabhupada went to the West and preached. The first time he came back to India, he had the idea there should be some place in Vrindavan for foreign disciples to come. But his plan for his disciples was not complete just with the creation of the Krishna Balaram temple and ashram. Srila Prabhupada also wanted that there should be some learned saintly persons that could explain his teachings to us more fully than we were able to understand on our own and who could give us the association that is the real benefit of coming to the holy place. And uh, Sri Srimad Bhaktivedanta Narayan Maharaj is certainly working to help complete the mission of our Srila Prabhupada. And he works tirelessly. One devotee commented that he thought that Srila Narayan Maharaj spent more hours uh, preaching and serving ISKCON than practically any sannyasi in ISKCON, which highlights the point that the name of the institution is not really what matters. What matters is the heart. And Srila Narayan Maharaj's heart is so much dedicated to the service of Srila Prabhupada and his Guru Maharaj and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur and the whole Parampara that he, he doesn't make any dis distinction. In fact, because of his deep love and affection for our Srila Prabhupada, he welcomes us more and helps us more. So I don't think that any words that we could speak or any price that we could pay could begin to um, repay. What to speak of repay? We couldn't even estimate 
the value of the service that Srila Narayana Maharaj is rendering to Srila Prabhupada and Prabhupada's disciples. So, on this occasion, we can only bow down at the lotus feet of all of our gurus, uh, beginning with Srila Prabhupada and all the acharyas in the line who are represented by Srila Narayan Maharaj today and uh, beg for their mercy that they will always keep us close to them and engage us in their service. Hare Krishna.